Welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. This is the place where we save souls and set the captives free from spiritual bondage in deliverance and spiritual warfare. My name is Apostle Tina, and our mission is to help you win the warfare in your life by equipping you to sever spiritual strongholds, break generational curses, and find freedom from your now to your next. Join our community of freedom fighters through transparency to transformation in Christ Jesus. Make sure you go now, like, subscribe, and share. God bless. Hello, everyone. How are you? And so guess what? To no further ado, I have a guest tonight. We are definitely going to get right into it in a moment. I'll allow her to introduce herself and tell a little bit about herself. For those that missed my part one with Lisa Schwartz on her podcast on YouTube. Please go check it out. Please go check out some of the conversation that we begun to have uh, about, a, about a week or a week or so ago. And we just free flow, free flow with the Holy Spirit. And we found each other on TikTok. And we have come together in getting to align ourselves with what God is saying and said, you know what, let's let's kind of get on each other's platforms and let's spread the gospel and let's see where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. And man, listen, as you guys come in here, this for, for my audience and those that like really know me, this is the vanilla version of me. No pun intended. OK, listen. <laughs> I'm I'm so no disrespect at all. But like when I looked you up, I was like, who is this? Because, you know, you get people reach out and you don't always know what's going on. And I started to research as we always do. People want me to come on their podcast or do this or that. Right. And so the team will look, I'll look. And like first look, first look, I was like, Hey, who is this woman? Not even knowing that you were in Texas. And so, you know, we started pushing through um, with getting your bio and I went to your website and mm-hmm. started digging a little more into, you know, some of your content. And I looked and I was like, this woman is me. She is she. We are we in the kingdom. And I was like, oh my God, I just, you know, cause sometimes you think you're out here all alone, all by yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's exciting. It's really refreshing to, to mm-hmm. get, you know, to meet and find someone in yes. similar like-minded set. So I see a couple of you now coming on, which is kind of prefacing with us and how we met. And I was just kind of reminding you to check in. And so I see the team has put the link in the broadcast in the chat for those that missed part one to go to her YouTube and check out that broadcast from part one. And this is part two. And it so was I fire was like, for sure. Oh my gosh. It was yes, so good. It, it was, it was. And it's just the beginning, Lisa. It's mm-hmm. just, I agree. it truly I agree. is just the beginning. There's so mm-hmm. much more. So, mm-hmm. so much more. So I see you guys chiming in, checking in. We'll get ready for her introduction. Um, I wanted to give you guys a chance to say hello. So I want to shout you all out as you are coming on in TikTok land, YouTube land, Facebook land, all over the land. Those that are listening and watching or will listen to the replay on Apple, 
Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. It's there and it will be available for you to catch. So I want to say hello to Keisha. Hello, Keisha. It's good to see you. Sharon Sanders, it's good to see you. Alexis, I saw Sierra Clark on here. She's saying hello, everyone. And I see a lot of you over here on TikTok. Let me say hello to you, Ashwood, Maya, Daniel, uh, Miss Southern T, Nadia Whitley. Tap your screens over there on TikTok. Let me know that you are here, that you are here. So tap your screen, like, subscribe, and share this broadcast right now. If you're new to Flawed and Free, this is your first time grazing or or, or tapping into one of our um, shows, our, our podcast here. We are a deliverance ministry. We're a deliverance and healing ministry, but that's not all that we do. That's not all that we are, but it is the core of what we do. So we save souls, set the captives free, and we do whatever the Holy Spirit asks us to do. We are his faithful servants. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to ever put ourselves in a box and say, this is what we do and this is what we don't do because we want to be flexible and pliable to the move of God. So mm-hmm. now let's get into our special guest, Lisa. I think our people have gotten on. They know that we are here and I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell our audience a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. So my name is Lisa Schwartz and I think most people in the Johnson County, Texas area know me for being the founder of Crazy 8 Ministries, which is a ministry where we house um, homeless people and we rehabilitate them. We actually house them for a two to three year program. It's a program that I wrote back in 2011 is when we started Um, And then from a personal level, I also have my own private ministry business as well. I do a lot of, I am a certified biblical counselor, a certified biblical life coach, a certified brain health coach. So I do a lot of business coaching, organizational coaching, personal coaching, along with that counseling piece. I'm also a published author. I'm working on my eighth book um, and I'm a national speaker. So I uh, travel all around the United States. I'll be traveling almost every weekend this year. Doing basically just house meetings, just going into houses and uh, letting people just gather for free and just really demonstrate. My passion is really demonstrating the move of the spirit. Yes. Oh, <laughs> the whole time you're talking, you know, my 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 baby's leaping. My baby's like, right? My baby's leaping because one thing that I notice about you um, and coming to know as I'm even getting to know you now um, is the dominion of the Holy Spirit in mm-hmm. your ministry. And that's the core of flawed and free. Listen, we, <laughs> we teach him, we breathe him, we live him, we sleep, we eat, right? He is all that we are and all, and all that we will ever be. And so it is the core of this ministry is equipping and teaching people with who he is and being empowered by the Holy spirit. So many people, Lisa, I mm-hmm. have seen, they know God. And even if they don't know him, know him, they know of him, right? They know God, they know Jesus, okay? If you don't know him intimately, you've heard of him, right? You've heard of him. But the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, you get this kind of, 
like this kind of look, like when you begin to explain his function and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these things and people are like, Holy spirit, how, who is he? Mm -hmm. And I've done so many podcasts and explain explanations and teachings. And we Mm -hmm. also move in the demonstration of the Holy spirit. And so people are like, what is that? Right. What is that? Um, and how do I tap in? How do I how do I get to know him? And so mm-hmm. one of the main things we've taught the followers of this ministry is to partner with him, how yes. to partner with him. And a lot of people, even in the deliverance process, says, you know, that are are, are courageous enough. They said, can you tell me how to do that? I don't know what that means when you say partner with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. How, what, what do I do? So for those that mm-hmm. are listening now and they're like, tell me, tell me, tell me, what does this mean? Can you tell our audience and listeners what it means to partner with the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I think the best way, the thing I always remember is when you're th- talk, talking specifically about that word partnership is, first of all, I try and tell people, I tell people the Holy Spirit is not your doer. He is your helper. And he's looking for a person, a vessel to flow through. And so he is not a dictator. He's not going to force you. And so there's that invitation that the Holy Spirit brings to really move on the next level. And so I've had people that are like, oh, I've never prophesied. And I'm like, well, have you prayed over people? Have you tried to prophesy? I've never seen somebody healed. When was the last time you laid hands on somebody and actually ministered healing to them? Well, I've never seen anybody go through deliverance. When was the last time you prayed over somebody? And so I think a lot of times we're waiting on God to do things in us and through us. And he's not, he's not like that. There is really such a partnership. And I, I love the words of Smith Wigglesworth. I don't know. I'm kind of a big Smith Wigglesworth fan, but he okay. said, um, uh, I am moved by the Holy spirit, but if not, I move the Holy spirit. Jeez. And so <laughs> no, right. Kind of makes you get to get your chills. And it's like, Whoa, that's the kind of authority that we've been given. And I think it really, it really goes back to recognizing that what as we're aligning ourselves with scripture, we step into the authority through the Holy Spirit. And I get to move in that authority and the Holy Spirit becomes my helper in that moment. And so I'm definitely surrendered to him and that I'm listening for his word. I'm listening for scripture. I'm listening for the heart of the person that I'm ministering to. But I think, I think and I say this gently because, you know, again, a lot of people are like, well, that's heretical to say, to heresy to say all this. But the reality is most of the time, God, God is waiting on us to make a move. Right. And so I think it's really recognizing the authority that I have. I mean, it's, the Bible says that the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. So that means I get to kind of for lack of a better term, kind of dictate how things are going in a moment, which is why it's so important as a minister that we know the word and we're aligning with the word because that's where our authority comes from. And so, so for me to partner with the Holy Spirit is a, to expect that God is going to flow through me in miraculous ways. And, and I'm bored if he doesn't like, like we kind of have this little, like little secret conversation where I'm like, Lord, I don't want to be bored tonight. Like, I want to see amazing things tonight. I want to see you move. I want to see miracles, flex your muscles. Like I want to, I want to be wowed by you. And so I have expectation as, so like we do these house meetings, you know, sometimes 20 people show up, sometimes 120 people show up. I never write a message. I ask the Lord for a, a spontaneous prophetic word. Um, I expect that I'm going to get a word. Um, and, and, and honestly, honestly, Tina, sometimes I'm like, okay, God, I'm ready. I'm ready. Like they've been leading worship for 45 minutes. Like I'm and the Lord's like, you pick, like there have been times the Lord's like, you pick, 
you've been reading so much scripture this week and I've spoke to you. So pick one and I'm going to, I'm going to anoint it. You give me your yes. I'll put the amen on top of it. And so to me, that is just a reminder of the authority that God gives to us. And so I am surrendered to the Lord. I'm surrendered to the Lord in, in my closet so that when I'm on a platform, I can step into authority with confidence because I've been living in that surrendered space. I have an understanding and I, I'm by no means perfect, but I have an understanding of what the word of God does for us and when I'm aligned with it. So if you watch any of my ministry, so most of my TikTok is me just ministering to people, right? Um, and so when I'm ministering people, you'll notice that I'm quoting scripture over and over and over again. F for me, my strongest gifting is the wisdom of the word. Just the ability, I get a word, God gives me a verse for that person. And then I have a yeah. note, I have a sensing of where they're going. So you're talking about the word of word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and then a prophetic word. It's right. how it works for me. But you but I tell people all the time, if I don't get a prophetic word for this person, I can still pray for them because I know what the word says and I know what God wants for this person. I know that God wants them to be healed. I know that God wants them to be filled with joy. I know it's not God's plan for them to be stuck in depression. I know he wants them to be delivered from addiction. I know he's designed them to prosper. I know he's designed them to reflect, reflect his image. And if we can't lay hands on a per per person in a moment and begin to speak truth over them, we got to step back in our closet and really start to understand the power that God has given to us and the authority that he's given to us in the word. And so that's where I'm like, when people are like, oh, you pray. I'm like, you pray, you pray. <laughs> so, so when people, you know, and so I think that there's, I just recently posted a TikTok that was talking about like, and when people were like, when did you start speaking in tongues? I'm like, when I changed my language. Like when I changed my language and surrender, you know, and people are like, when did you start traveling? I'm like, when I started traveling, when the timing was right. And I felt like the, the anointing of the father was on the time, but I could still be waiting to travel. But when I had the invitation to travel, I was like, this is it. We're traveling. And so I started traveling when I started traveling. When did you start a homeless ministry? When I started a homeless ministry. Oh my God. That's when I did. And so I, I think we are so afraid to really talk about the uh, our authority as a believer and and we be have become weak and waiting christians like we're always waiting on god and <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not by any means suggesting that anybody should go out there and birth an ishmael but i'd rather you birth an ishmael than do nothing i'm just gonna say that <laughs> I'm, I'm like, just you, you know like because even ishmael was blessed yes yes 100 <laughs> So, I mean, so I think about all these places in scripture where God says, stretch out your hand to the man with a shriveled hand. If I'm the man with the shriveled hand in my natural man, I would be like, I can't, I don't know. But it, when he, he, he was healed, when he stretched out his hand, when were you healed? When I did the thing I couldn't do. And that's such a backwards thinking. I think even in the church, because we're so afraid that we're going to step on God's toes. You ain't going to step mm -hmm. on God's toes way can you step on God's toe? You're never going to bump into his sovereignty. I mean, you're just not, he's just too big, right? Like we're not that good. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Go. oh, this is so you, good. Just pray for it. Go for it. Check it out. Um, go for it. And so that's what I tell people. I'm like, so I love to at my house meetings. I always have my team there. I love to occasionally, like, if somebody comes, we have like a lot of repeats, right? They come to house meetings. I'm like, look, I've prophesied. I've prayed over you a thousand times. So I'll just call one of my staff members up and be like, pray over them now. And I just put them on the spot. And you know, when they learn how to pray is when you just do it. Just that's do it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. This, I mean, Lisa, yeah, this is so loaded. I mean, every. <laughs> 
everything you said. I was like, oh, 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 there's so much, so much, so much in what you've said. The good thing <laughs> is my audience knows exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Because everything yes. you said, I've already said to them. Um, and I and and they'll probably even chime in into the chat as I'm speaking. Yes. Because I tell them, I said, you're waiting on God, but God's waiting on you. You literally said the exact words that I said. Yeah. And 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 it's true. Okay. This is, you know, just it's it's really true because the authority people don't understand. It really is something that we have not done the best job at in, mm. in equipping and educating mm. and, and really teaching people what their authority is and how to move and walk in their authority. And so mm -hmm. I think it's because we've done a or job at first teaching people sonship and really teaching yeah. them what sonship and the rights is. Of Sonship. Yes. Right. What what is what is sonship? And so this particular ministry, we've um, and even my personal ministry, um, I've done a lot of um setting the ground and the foundation for sonship and priesthood and, 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 and how important it is for you to be the pre be the priest that God's called you to under the order of a Melchizedek, right? And why it's important to partner, why it's important to utilize the authority that God. God's given us because one thing that many don't understand is that God, the righteous King, right? Our King is in the heavenly realms. And even in Genesis one, when he created the heavens and the earth, we know there's more than one. We know that he's positioned in the heavenly realm. And so a part of your sonship also gives you a seat in the heavenly realm yes. as well, yes. because he says that we're also seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so we receive that inheritance. We receive the access to those mm -hmm. things that are in heaven. And mm -hmm. so what God did, even in Genesis 1 and 26, when he began to speak to man, right? Mm -hmm. And he began to speak to, he wasn't speaking to man at that time, but it was a conversation between the Holy Spirit and Jesus and, you know, God. And they were speaking to the dominion in this point. Yes. Right? They're, yes. they're beginning to speak to how we will be able to have dominion in the earth. And so it was always God's intention, even with the creation of Adam, for Adam to take dominion and have authority in the earth. Even though Adam fell, Jesus came. He restored us back to the place in which Adam was initially intended yeah. and called to do. That's why he had Adam speak. That's why he had Adam come name the animals, because yep. there was a transfer that happened, right? Mm -hmm. Once man was created and positioned in the earth, the initial intention of God was for man to take territory Man. that he had given us and mm -hmm. rule and reign r-e-i-g-n not only as inherited sons but kings mm -hmm. and so we're not only sons of God, not mm -hmm. just, you know, not specific to male and female because mm -hmm. there's a masculine and female expression of God because right. he created right. us both. What He created both male and female. And I'm, I'm saying a lot. So y'all keep up those that are in flawed and free. And if you got questions, we can talk more about this later. But there's two expressions of God, both male and female, which is why he created the male and, and female gender. Nonetheless, we have Jesus as the nurturer. We have Jesus, right? 
right? As as the masculine, as you know, and we see Abba Father, and he's he come he expresses himself in many ways. Nonetheless, the Lord gave us kingship. The reason mm-hmm. why we're not only sons of God, but we're also called to be kings in the earth is because the place that he has given us within <laughs> earth itself, we are supposed to be reigning in the earth. So mm-hmm. as he is positioned in the heavenly realms mm-hmm. and we're positioned in the earth, we are able to access the kingdom of heaven and pull the kingdom of heaven into the earth by the authority that has been given to us. People don't understand that relationship, mm-hmm. which is why they speak and reference um, Jesus and God in a historical sense. When they mm-hmm. read the Bible, they don't see God as living now. They don't mm-hmm. see at the Holy Spirit as a living entity indwelling within us mm-hmm. that gives us the ability, the authority, and the access for even Matthew 18 and 18 said that whatsoever we bind in the earth, we can bind in heaven. Whatsoever mm-hmm. we loose in the earth, we can loose in heaven. And so yes. that being said, people, it, when you read the scripture and you really begin to understand who you are and your identity as a son and then your identity as a king and as mm-hmm. a king, we are able to then issue the decrees to make mm-hmm. to, to, to establish the law. Yes. Because the law in which we are governed by is the word of God. Yes. And yes. so our authority allows us to speak, mm-hmm. decree, pray, prophesy. <clears throat> heal mm-hmm. right it was for us and so mm-hmm. people are like oh you can't do that you can't um please god can you heal my mother please god will you yes. save me yes. please god will you deliver me right and so you have spoken to not only allowing the manifestation of the holy spirit to be seen felt and tangibly known but to show people how to move in the authority that's been given to them. And that's the key. It's that connection that we're missing as Mm -hmm. we are trying to help people not only Mm -hmm. discover who they are, but become that. Yes. I like the visual. I like to use the visual in talking about the third heavens, right? So yeah. you have the first heavens, which is where we're at. We Our natural body lives and reigns. We deal with our circumstances here in the first heavens. Your second heavens is where your angelic and demonic realm is, right? Where all the spiritual battle takes place. But the Bible says we are, and you quoted this, you said that, that we are seated with Christ on high in the third heavens. That's so if you take a look at the third heavens, the second heavens, and the first heavens, Our natural man is positioned here in the first heavens, but upon salvation, we are positioned spiritually in the third heavens. Now, if you get the perspective of the third heavens, that means I'm looking down. I'm in a position. Literally, I've been positioned in a position of authority where I can speak into not just my first heavens, but I can also speak the second heavens and began to speak to the to the angelic and demonic realm and shift things around like chess pieces. Come on. Colossians 3.2, to set your mind on things above. That word oh. mind, which actually means the exercising of your thoughts, but it also means the affection of your heart. Okay, so it's not just talking about the way that I think, but it's talking about where is where are the affections of my heart. So when we're setting out, when we're exercising the thoughts of God, 
when we're exercising the affections of God, that's how we practically, as a believer, that's how I begin the process of, because I'm already positioned there, right? Come on. But a lot of thinking carnal. That's why Paul says, I wish I could talk to you about spiritual things, but you're still acting you don't carnal. understand. Right? And so he said, and a carnal man is one who's saved, but still acts like he's unsaved, still thinks like he's unsaved, still stuck like he's unsaved. But the 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 process is when I begin to actually start exercising. Now, this is that invitation that we're talking Come about. Come on. Come on. Is your helper, not your doer. So he he positioned you there, but you have to partner with him in, in the way I choose to exercise my thoughts, in the way I choose to where I set choose to set the affections of my heart. A lot of us need to let go of some of the affections of this world. We want to be up here of the world. And then we wonder why we're not having any authority in our prayer time. Well, it's because your affections are still here in the first heavens. Come on. And when you let go of your affections of the first heavens, when you let go of your thoughts on the first heavens, that's going to take your position in the third heavens. And now I begin to see things differently. You can't offend me if I'm in the third heavens. Come on. Come on. I'm not angry if I'm in the third <laughs> There's in the third heavens. There's no addiction in the on. And so I want to teach people, how do I begin to move there? Like I have this knowledge of who I should be, who I could be. And then I have this reality that I feel stuck in. Right. And so what you and I are doing is trying to decide people, disciple people. How do I flow in who I really am in Christ? How do I let go of, and there's a partnership there. And so, and then we talked about, I think on, on your show, we talked about how your deliverance is not going to just drop you into your destiny. I wish it would, but it's just not going to. Right. And so I tell people your deliverance without discipleship and frankly, just straight up discipline in your life is going to be a disaster. And then you're going to blame God for it. You're going to change your theology. You're going to change your definition of God because you didn't do your part because God is not your doer. What he did, he did it all on the cross. Now come he's on. going to be your helper. And he is he is the paraclete who has come alongside you. And every nudging there is, I I I, I say this a lot of times when I'm ministering to people and you see them, the spirit coming on there and they're doing this. They're like trying not to fall out. And I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand nudging and the invitation to lay down with your lover. I and why we're resisting this. I do not understand that. And it's almost like there's this, oh, nope, nope, nope. She can't get me. She can't get me. And I'm like, bro, I, I have no part in this. <laughs> I have nothing at stake. I do not care. This doesn't change my anointing or what I believe about God one bit. But at the end of the day, I think what we're waiting for, and God does do this occasionally, we're waiting for the Holy Spirit to sweep us off our feet, knock us down and take away every, but more often when the Spirit of the Lord begins to come on you, there's a nudging. And there's an invitation and we feel that warmth and we feel that heaviness. We feel the Shekinah glory begin to manifest. And that's an invitation to be like, man, am I going to fight this or am I going to surrender to it? Ooh. And I think, I think how, how people fall out slain is really reflective a lot of times of what's going on in their soul. That's just kind of a little tip or trick, but <laughs> so I Let's think talk about it. of the first heavens, the second heavens and the third heavens. So if I'm positioned up here, how do I do that? By changing the way I exercise my thoughts. Come on. You are a thinker. You are not a thought and you That's are feel. And so the problem is we start saying things like I am depressed. And now you have allowed the feeling to become the feel like you've become your feeling. And we need to start recognizing that my soul can have thoughts and my soul can have feelings, but that does not define who I am. Correct. 
And that authority that that we see David, the psalmist, look at his soul in Psalm one four in Psalm forty three when he said, "What is up with you, O oh my soul? Recall the good of God." He's basically telling his soul to shut up. Shut up. Yeah, he's telling. Him, he's like, "Come on, man! I, I don't have time to deal with your depression. I don't have time to deal with your faint heartedness. I don't have time to deal with your pity party." And some yeah. of us say that to ourselves a little bit more because you're. More. Do for you what you have the authority to do for your own life. In fact, you carry the mantle for your own life. I don't carry the mantle for you. Uh, Apostle doesn't carry the mantle for you. You carry, God has given you the mantle. He's, you're the one. He's given you the mantle that you can actually minister healing and deliverance over your own life. And until, until we learn to do it for ourselves, (laughs) until we learn to do it, and that's where we will learn how to do it for other people. People are like, scriptures because I was clinically depressed with panic anxiety attacks for 15 years and I thought I was going to die. I really thought I was going to die. Every time a wave of depression come upon me, I thought this is the one that's going to take me out. And I thought, you know, I have all these truths and I don't know, they either mean something or they don't. Or they don't. Faith, I'm going to begin to declare them. And I, I, I lied to myself in the mirror. I didn't matter. I didn't believe it. I just began to faith it until I became it. Yes. And and I, I was like, I mean, my soul was lying to me. My mind was lying to me. I was like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And I was like, but if God says it, I'm going to choose to believe it. And I pressed into that and I pressed into that. And what I discovered is the word of God does work if you yes. work it. It oh, does. It does. I'll, yes. I'll <laughs> Listen. Oh my gosh, Lisa. I I, I, even, I I see the chat. Like it's like blowing up. I want to address a couple of things <laughs> yes, in the please. chat. But one thing, there's something I need to say. There's something I yes, want to say um, that you were speaking to, which is the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to the to the question yes. in a minute. Yes. Um, the manifestations, I don't want to miss that because, and the reason why I don't is because the Holy Spirit told me I was going to talk about this tonight. So when you brought it up and I heard you going into being talking about being slain in the Spirit yes. and, and making mention to the authority and speaking the deliverance over your life by using your own authority choosing to believe the word Mm -hmm. and work the word. Okay. And so a lot of people are looking for another prophecy. They're looking for another, another church, right. Or whatever. And they've got stacks of prophecies in their pocket, but they ain't ain't work. Not one of them. Okay. They have not where God said you, you will, you will start a, let's say a, a podcast. And they're saying, I'm waiting on God to, to show me when I'm going to start this podcast. Well, you already got the prophecy. You already, so that means you got to show up. You got to go do it and he'll breathe on it. And so that brooding of the Holy Spirit just says, I'm going back to Genesis again before, Mm -hmm. right? What did God do? He's before he spoke creation into existence there was a brooding of the holy spirit Mm -hmm. there was a brooding and so as the lord has given us the ability to move and to think like him and to walk like him and all of these things it's the spirit of god Mm -hmm. that will then brood over the thing breathe it as you speak it and Mm -hmm. then it comes into existence and Mm -hmm. so you were talking to i want to touch on this on that resistance, right? In the spirit. 
I have a, a story I want to share. Just recently, I was at a women's conference here in Dallas uh, with Lala Jenkins, Lanisa Jenkins on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. and my beautiful sister, beautiful woman of God. Her and I have connected here in, in this Dallas Metroplex. Mm-hmm. And there was over 200 women that came roughly um, to mm-hmm. this conference, and it was called Pursuing Jesus. The conference mm-hmm. was called Pursuing Jesus, and it was a very powerful weekend, very powerful, mm-hmm. powerful weekend. There's there's some of the ladies I see on here now that were at that women's conference in Dallas. And someone, a matter of fact, it was Keisha. Keisha came to me um, and tat, everything was done over, complete, gone, right? We're shutting down. We're, Lala and I are just sitting back, just kind of chatting about the, the night, um, you know, grabbing a little something. And, you know, some of the team is just hanging around talking. But all everybody's gone. Everybody has left. And th- no, the only people that left were were left were the workers of the hotel we were in the Hilton and they were working and putting away the refreshments and cleaning Mm -hmm. up right and Mm -hmm. so uh Keisha Keisha if you're on here I'm getting I'm ready to uh, mess with y'all for a second and so (laughs) um and so she taps me on my shoulder and she's like, Apostle, can you come here for a second? I'm like, sure. And she said, this, this young man wants to talk to you. Um, he wants Jesus. He wants Jesus. And I said, okay. Well, he was one of the workers and he was Spanish speaking and he didn't speak minimal English, minimal, right? Minimal English. So he's looking at me and he says, I can speak a little, right? He's like, just go slow. So he's like, tell me, go slow. So I'm trying to communicate with him and I'm trying to go slow. He's saying, hey, Seuss, right? He said, and he's pointing like this in the air. And he says, like, I want Mm -hmm. him. I want him. And then he said to me, no more smoking, no more drinking, no more. So he let me know, like, I want Jesus. This is what I want. And mm-hmm. and now, mind you, I don't know where he came from or where he thought he knew he needed Jesus. Right. Because mm-hmm. I didn't see him in the room. I don't know if he was watching when I was on stage praying or if he was even. But he knew the presence of God was there. What he knew, even though he did not speak English, he knew that God is here and I want him. Right. And so um, as he was telling me what he wanted, I said, I had stuff in my hand and I put my stuff down and I said, he pulled out his translator and in his translator, he, he said it again. He says, I want to grow a closer relationship. He didn't ask Mm -hmm. me to to pray for him to get a job, a better job to get more money. I mean, you know, some of the typical things we hear at altar calls, right. Um, Mm -hmm. That you're kind of like, Oh, this is what you're asking God for. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let Mm -hmm. me pray the will of God. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) He's like, I want this relationship. I'm like, cool. I said, you want the Holy Ghost? And he was like, kind of looking like Holy Spirit. Like, I know Jesus. I I think I'm tracking. He said, yes. He shook his head like this and he flung his hands up. Right. And I'm like, he's for real. I'm like, he doesn't all the way know what I'm saying, but his spirit is bearing witness to what I'm saying right now. And Mm -hmm. his hands up, I laid my hands on him and within a minute, Within a minute, right? He breaks out into this sweat. He's on fire. And and I'm because my hands are slipping, right? Because he's just beat it up in his in his head. And I'm praying the Holy Ghost and I'm infilling him with the Holy Spirit. And he just he went out like a light. I mean, he just went out like one stiff movement. Just, timber, right? Yes. 
he goes to, and I'm, 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 I'm praying, but nobody was like really around. And I just, I said, catch him, catch him, catch him. But everybody's mm-hmm. scrambling to try to, the few people that are in the room, <laughs> keep this man this. from hitting the ground, you know, and mm-hmm. he hits the ground and he is basking in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He's still out. Right. Laying down with his lover. He's yes, he's laying down with his lover. He he ain't his I he ain't came to yet. And so (laughs) so he's just kind of laying there. And then he finally comes to and he sits, he sits up and he's real disoriented. And he kind of looks at me and he's got this meek look on his face. And he's like, he says, What was that? What was yes. that? And now, mm-hmm. now he's in his mind again, right? Now he's in his mind. Yep. And yep. he's like, he just, and he kept shaking mm-hmm. his head. Like, and his friends are just like chattering, like their little teeth are just chattering. They don't know what just happened. And they're mm-hmm. all Spanish speaking too. So they're just kind of staring at me, you know, mm-hmm. looking a little nervous, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. we just like laid him out, but we don't know what just happened, you know? And so um, as I'm speaking to him on the floor and I'm kind of rubbing his back and I'm smiling and I was like, you know, just kind of um, just releasing blessing over his life. And he's mm-hmm. wiping the sweat off his face and he gets mm-hmm. up and he just, he just, he, he looked like a new person, honestly, even yeah. oh, yeah. just yeah. even in that moment. And he scurried off, he scurried off. Mm-hmm. His friends are grabbing water and, you know, trying to treat them, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. trying to take care of them. And so as we were, yes, it, Keisha, he did say that. He said, that was weird. He said, what yes. was that? He said, that was weird. What yeah. was that? And I was just saying that many people, he was hungry. This man, even though he did not speak my language, there's a heavenly language. There's a conversation in heaven. God knows him. The Holy Spirit knew him. He didn't have to know what I had to say, but the spirit grabbed him and the Holy Spirit filled him. And so people, he was open. This is why he went out like he did so quickly because he was open. And what happened people are afraid of how they look. People are afraid of, is this real? I've seen people fall out in the glory. I've seen people fall out. Is this fake? I don't want it to be fake. And I've been one that was like in the past, I have to admit, like not wanting to be knocked down, not wanting to be and not able to receive from God because of that barrier. And when I started letting go and surrendering, the Holy Spirit had me twirling. He, I mean, literally wind. The wind yes. of God has knocked me down. Just wind. Mm-hmm. I think mean, I felt yes. the wind first. Yes. The wind just blew in the room. Yes. And I'm like, did somebody turn on a fan? It was like a Beyonce fan. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? And this yes. wind, that wind blew. And the next thing I know, by the time I felt it touch my skin, I was out. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. stand on my feet if I wanted to. And so what I want to ask you to explain to our audience as I've given spoken to being slain in the spirit and this young man being slain in the spirit and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Let's kind of talk about that for a second. Yeah. How yeah. can you explain how to receive the Holy Spirit in this way and what these manifestations look like so people yeah. aren't so afraid of them? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, uh, they can look like anything, you know? And so 
tell people when I'm seeing a manifestation. So this is, again, one of the things that I do is when I'm ministering to somebody and they begin to manifest, I talk about it. I'm like, now you'll notice that she's beginning to shake. And the Bible talks 367 times about trembling and shaking. shaking in the Bible, in the Bible, right? And at the end of the day, what, what God is known for is showing up. And when he shows up, there is a physical response in his people, period. And so what that looks like for each person can be completely different. And I'm never going to dismiss or assume it's a demon before I assume it's the Holy Spirit. Never. And even if it is, I'm not going to pay attention to it. And so, so uh, shaking, it can be um, slumping over, falling out, of course. Um, But there's... I, I, we should expect that when God shows up, it's going to have a physical effect on my body. I want to serve a God that is going to have a physical effect. I want him to heal me when I need to be healed. I want him to shake me out of my depression. If I need to be shook, I want him to lay me beside his still waters. I want to lay down in green pastures. Like I need to serve a God who can have us, uh, ha- who can affect my physical body. That's the whole purpose of healing and deliverance. Now, I think one of the things we, we need to remember is that the scripture as a part of the commission, if you read Mark 16, the end of Mark 16, it talks about um, that these are the signs to those who will he believe. believe. Right. So what it's saying is these are the signs that will follow Yes. Those who believe. And we were talking earlier and what we were, what you were saying is there's all these people that follow signs. Yes. That is all what scripture says. Scripture says these are, these are the signs that follow those who believe. believe. They lay hands on people and they will be healed. They could be stunned by something deadly and will by no means poison. They will speak in new tongues uh, and so on and so on. And then it goes on and it says, and so the disciples went and they preached the word with the Lord confirming the word with the accompanying signs. Oh my God. This is the Great Commission. Break and it down. Whole last section. And so we've become a people of talk. And Bible says that the kingdom is not a matter of talk. It's a matter nope. of power. Do. Power. Yep. Paul said, I didn't want my teaching to come to you with wise and persuasive teaching, but rather with a demonstration of power. So that your faith would not rest on me, but rather it would rest on God. And we have become an apathetic, weak, powerless kingdom that has no sign. Where are the miracles and the wonders? So I love to, I love to say to people, okay, I'm going to talk to you and then we're going to do it. Now let's demonstrate it. And that's what Jesus did with his disciples. If you take a look at Mark chapter three, four, five, and six. Chapter three says, come follow me. That word there in the Greek is akolutheo. In other words, be in the same way with me. Right. So it's different than just follow me. Yes. Just imitate me or act like me. It means um, like me. Right. Chapter four, he begins to say the kingdom of heaven is like this. And he gives them kind of that classroom teaching. I'm going to give you information about what the kingdom is like. And immediately, immediately in Mark chapter five, he says, now it's time for a demonstration. (laughs) <laughs> and what does he do? He, he delivers the man with the legion of demons. He heals the woman with the issue of blood and he raises Jairus's daughter. That is a demonstration of the full gospel. He teaches salvation. He demonstrates deliverance. He demonstrates healing and he demonstrates resurrection and the restora- restoration of restoration. life. That's, yeah. So, 
So Amy Semple McPherson would call it the four square church, right? That was yeah. the whole idea of four square churches, the four parts of the gospel. And then, and then, so that's Mark chapter five, Mark chapter six opens up with Jesus laying his hands on the disciples and saying, now go do it. Mm-hmm. And what we do there, and this is the, uh, this is my whole first book is written on this pattern, this model, like this model of how we see Jesus raising up disciples. I love when he says to the father, before he even picks up the cross, I've accomplished the work that you've given me to do. Well, what oh does God. he do? He's raised disciples. Yes. Long, even w- before. So a large portion of his purpose here on earth was not just to be resurrected and rise again, but was also to raise disciples. Yes. And God needed a model to do that because we learn best by watching demonstration. All of the world does the see one, do one, teach one pattern. See yes. one. If I am going to have somebody put an IV in my hand, I don't want to be like, don't worry. I've been studying how to do this for years. <laughs> no, I want to know you've done it. I want to know you've seen it, you've done it, and you've mastered it. Don't touch me unless you have. And we're not teaching people like that in the kingdom. We're no. sitting them in the room. We're reading and maybe teaching them the Bible. And that is a part of it. I don't want to, I don't want people to hear what I'm not saying. That is a huge part of it. But for me, the anytime I'm doing anything, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give a word and I'm gonna be like, what does that look like? Let's demonstrate it. What does it look like? And so as much demonstration as we can give, because that's what Jesus did. He didn't yeah. just give he gave demonstration he was demonstration and so i don't know if i answered your question or not but the manifestation is when yes you talked about i i say we are we are the intersection yes king heaven and earth we are it so when the two fish and five loaves to the disciples Mm -hmm. they went on obedience the miracle manifested through the obedience and the partnership of the disciples jesus could have dropped manna from the sky he could have dropped quail from the sky he did it in the old testament but he was changing the way god works he was saying at this point from here on forward my miracles are going to manifest through my disciples and he was changing that pattern by saying okay when he raised Lazarus from the dead, we know Lazarus came up. Out, he First of all, he says, hey, you roll the stone away. I'll resurrect Lazarus, but then you take the burial claws off. There was such a part. What a beautiful partnership in that. Yes. You do what you can do. I'll step in with what you can't do. And then I want you to finish it up with what you can do. Right. Right. And so all of those things are um, oh back to how God manifests in us. I mean, I think the, the first room is we have to give him everything the first time and if you know my history it was it was very vulnerable for me to let god have my way with his with my body that that was just because of my history you know all of those things and so when god began whispering like let me have my way with your mouth let me have my way with your body there was there was not just a lot of surrender in that moment but honestly there was a lot of healing and freedom Mm. and it's in the eyes of the man you know, a lot of people don't realize that the man, when somebody was blind in the in the in the kingdom times, uh, to bear witness with "you are cursed," people would spit on them. So this man, his whole life, has been hearing the sound of people spitting on him, bearing witness to "your family is cursed," "you are cursed," "we bear witness to the culture," "you were born blind, so you must be cursed." And Jesus takes the exact sound, same, same sound. Mm-hmm. The very pinnacle, the very climax of his wound and his false and broken identity. And he flips that narrative in a moment. I mean, can you imagine this man's blind and what he hears is spit, right? 
and he's been hearing this his whole life, but <sighs> different. And so that's what God was doing with me. Like, I understand this is a place of brokenness and hurt and wounds for you. But if you let me, I want to heal you right now in this moment. Right now. And don't healing in that. And I think our fear, I think our wounds, our past, our experiences, our system keep us so resistant to just surrendering and trusting the Lord with our physical bodies, yeah. with our physical bodies. So I don't know if I answered your question as far as a manifestation can look like anything and we should be willing for it to look like anything. Look, I did a house meet. I've done house meetings for years and I've been traveling to Cincinnati for years. And there was one maybe like five or six years ago and I was standing in the back as they're doing worship. And as they're standing, my body just began to, I mean, just convulse. And I mean, that happened to me. Yes. And so all of a sudden they're done. It's time for me to take. And I just begin shaking like up. a leaf. Well, I, like, I have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. Two years I was doing a, we do a, uh, like a kind of a county revival with all the local pastors. And um, one of the pastors was next to me. I had actually just come home from a large conference. I was honest, to be honest with you, I was physically tired. I was exhausted. So I was like, I'm just going to lay here in the spirit, kind of revive for a moment, wait till it's my turn. I'll take the stage. They gave us kind of prayer declarations that we were in charge of kind of leading for the community. Okay. Well, I get slain. I mean, I get wrecked in this wrecked in the spirit. Okay. And so I, I'm aware that it's my turn next. So I get up and I kind of, oh I'm very, I can't, I'm crying. I got mascara. I got, I, you know, it's, it's the messy wreck, right? Like oh, yes. the messy wreck. And so I'm like snotty. And so I said to him, pastor Gary, I said, pastor Gary, I, I, I am so wrecked right now. I cannot go up there, like take the stage. And he just looked me straight in the face and he was like, it's your turn. And I'm telling you, when I say I army crawled across that stage, because the heaviness of the Lord was so heavy on me and I was laying with the mic on this and all I kept saying, was, <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> for real. And there was probably 500 people in this room from our County. And I'm telling you, I, this I can see that being me hit with the spirit. Just telling you about this. This was probably one of the most tremendous experience where I had an open, like I, I, everything got so bright in the room. It was like the ceiling was removed from the room and, and I couldn't look, I, I thought it was going to kill me. I really did. I thought this is it. I must've died. I think I had a heart attack. Maybe I was laying there. <laughs> I really did. So I'm laying there, but also I'm just overwhelmed with the goodness of God. Jesus. And so crying. I'm on the ground. And I'm like, he's so big. That's all I could say was like, he's, I'm crying. I mean, it's not everywhere. I'm like, he's so big. We think we know him. We don't. I'm like, don't look. I mean, every, and I mean, next thing you know, just <laughs> falling. Right. And all I was at that moment, cause I mean, afterwards I was like, what the heck was that? Like, oh my goodness. But so many people were like, oh my gosh, it's like the heavens opened up. And I believe at that moment, because I was so surrendered, the Lord was like, can I just use your body as a portal to just release? And some of that is just giving people permission in the room to be yes. ugly wrecked, yes. to be ugly wrecked. And, you know, I think sometimes, you know, I'm laying hands on people and they're like, oh, don't mess up my hair, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, brah, like, come on, man. <laughs> and you have, you, you know, you have the Marthas in the room that are trying to bring them tissues. And I'm like, no, let them snot. Like, let them snot. This is all deliverance. When stuff's coming out of the body, yeah. stuff's coming out of the body. Like, we want to come out of the body. Come yeah. out. Out. Um, all of this. Yeah. See, somebody's watching. Like, she, yes, she did. She got wrecked. 
And this was live on Facebook, right? Like, so I'm getting messages from like, you know, the mayor, like what was going on with that? And I'm like, I was, I was like, <laughs> but it was, I mean, you talk about heaven and earth colliding through my, my physical body. It was to date one of three of the most tremendous experiences that honestly, as beautiful as it was, I don't know that I would survive it a second time. It, it was that much. Wow. And my body was burning for probably two days after that. I felt like I had killed you know, and so it was, and every time I, people would say like, well, I would just start crying. I just was so, oh, I'd be like, no, it's, it's God is good. He's so good. I'm just like, and I was like turned into this simpleton. I had nothing profound to say other than he's so big. He's so big. I'm like, <laughs> and that was it, you know, but it was like, like you said, there was a presence that just got ushered in the room. And here, here's here's what I'm, I'm thinking about. I'm reminded in the Old Testament that the role of the priest was to minister to God, period. Yes, period. All they did was minister to God. And yes. as they ministered to God in the temple, what they were doing was cultivating his presence. And then the presence... Hey, Freedom Fighters, it's Tina, your host from Flawed and Free Podcast. Are you experiencing spiritual attacks in your dreams? Do you have questions about spiritual warfare and deliverance? Or are you just seeking Holy Spirit-led advice and wise counsel? I have great news for you. We are now offering one-to-one -one consultations to set you on the right path to purpose. Why struggle alone in your own thoughts when we together are a part of the body of Christ? Therefore, we must help one another. So as one of his servants, it would be a pleasure to support you on your journey from your now to your next. Go today, do not delay, and book your consultation with me. You can go to theflawedandfree.com or I will put the link in the episode description of this podcast and you can go there and book your session with me. God bless. ...of God ministered to the people. And as a minister... We need to keep that in mind. My only job is to minister to God and his presence will be cultivated in my life. And that's what, that's what made uh, Paul's shadow cast yes. upon him. such oh. a countenance about him because he spent so much time ministering. He never let the oil go out. He never let the light go out. He was continuously in his life. And we are that temple. That's and right that oil in our life, never letting the, and I'm not worried about you. I'm not worried about you. I'm, I'm ministering to God. Like That's I'm right. And then all of a sudden I have a compassion for you and it's the spirit of the Lord coming out of me. And, and I think I talk a lot in a lot of my books about soul ministry and I'm like how we, 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 with good intent, we're like, Oh, I feel so bad for you. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to pray for you. Uh, and I'm like that. No, 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 don't know. I am interested in spiritual ministry. Minister the word of God to me, step in the word and minister the word of God to me. And so all of that was to tell you all the crazy ways that the Lord can and wants to manifest. If only we would let him let him look like let him ugly wreck. Bring I it on.
bring it on. My spiritual yes. daughter, Alexis, she teases me all the time um, because of uh, I stay in the presence, love his presence. Yes. Um, and, and it just manifests. Right. And, and they tease mm-hmm. me. And she says, Mom. She says, I just have one thing to ask of you. She's on here now. I said, she, she says, I have one thing to ask. Cause she know I get on dick. I take lashes off. I, I'm stripping out of clothes. I because I'm probably on fire. Like <laughs> yes. literally, I'm burning up, right? Yeah. I'm hot, you know, and all of these things. And I tell people, get please get let's let's get the pictures before we start. Because when <laughs> I want, like because I'll be cute, out like <laughs> cute and pretty goes out the window, and I could care less, right? Mm-hmm. Like I just don't care about it. I don't care mm-hmm. about my clothes. I don't care about my hair. I don't yeah, care because I'm about, up here. I'm up here. Yeah, right now. I'm. I don't care about any of it. And, and and my kids, my spiritual kids and those that 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 are part of this ministry, they know that when I go, I go and I'm there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. I'm laying hands, I'm 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 delivering, I'm kicking demons up the street, you know, yes. you prophesying. Mm-hmm. Listen, people snotting, hollering, falling. Yep. Listen, yep. I'm on the ground. People trying to stand up and get themselves together so I can mm-hmm. I, I'm on the floor with you. Oh, you on the floor? Mm-hmm. Well, let me get on the floor. Right, I'm climbing on the floor with you. Like, okay, this is where God is meeting you. Well, yes. let me meet you here. Right, I don't need no mic. Hold the mic. Right, let's 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 get this done. Let's 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 get in. Let's let's dig in. Let's get mm-hmm. you free. Let's get you yes. healed. Let's get you saved. Let's get this. Let's yes. get this pain up out of here. Let's get mm-hmm. you like no. Mm-hmm. Let's let's help you move to your next. Right, like let's 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 do what we need to do because. Because God yes. is here. We have wasted so many moments with smoke and, and, and mirrors and, 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 and all of this stuff that just does not The matter. imitations of the spirit. Right. And people are leaving. They come inbound. Yep. They're leaving bound. They are yep. not experiencing God. They're not touching God. Mm-hmm. They're not seeing God. They're not, they're not, they don't, they don't know the manifestation of God. Right. So they came and they heard a few good songs, like great. Congratulations. They came and they heard a good word. Ooh, that was a good word, but nobody, we've not given them, we've not equipped them with any tools with what to do when they go home <laughs> with, mm-hmm. with, we told them to pray, but we haven't taught them to taught pray. Them. We haven't even, de- Right. Come on now. Like even Jesus demonstrated, even the mm-hmm. disciples it asked the Lord, how do we pray that 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 that's an indication that whatever he was doing, that even they said, we must learn how mm-hmm. to pray that mm-hmm. they would even ask God, teach us mm-hmm. to pray. Yes. Teach us to pray. And so we're like, what are we doing? Right. Mm-hmm. And we're flaunting our beautiful tongues and we're doing all of these things. <laughs> right. But we ain't asked one person if they wanted the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. We didn't ask not one person that they want mm-hmm. the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But we had come bundle Yeah. Okay, that's great. But there are people that are here that not just so that they can sound or look or appear powerful, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. really 
really need the transforming power of the Holy Spirit so Mm -hmm. that they too can come into the place that they need to come into to be invited into this intimate space with God so that they can be invited into the Holy of Holies. People don't want to even leave that out of Come on. (laughs) Yes. You know? We, we, we leaving people in the outer courts. Yes. We're leaving people. Mm-hmm. We're leaving people. If they're lucky, if they get in the inner courts, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're not ushering them in that yep. though we can invoke and invite the yes. Holy Spirit and the presence mm-hmm. and the power of God into the room. We're not allowing people or teaching them with how to transition into these yes. realms, how to yes. move from the outer to the yes. inner into the yes. holy place, into the holy of holies mm-hmm. at the feet of God so that they mm-hmm. can now experience his tangible yes. presence and yes. be delivered and be yeah. healed, right? Yeah. So we got to not just talk about it, but be about it. God yeah. said not just a hearer of the word, but a doer, yeah, doer of the word, word. right? Mm-hmm. And so we have too many hearers. We mm-hmm. have too many. And too many imitators. It, come on. And not, not beers. You know, I want to like, I, I want to, for your listeners and for my listeners, I want to give a really practical tip. Amen. On- and so Bring it on. tell people is, first of all, when you're interacting with the Holy Spirit and you're in that space, expect that he's going to manifest in some sort of fashion. And the minute, the minute you sense anything, anything, whether it's a word, a vision, a feeling, a chill, a hot spot, a tingle, whatever it is, pay attention to it. The Bible says Moses said that when he did not turn aside from the bush, that's when the bush began to speak. Mm. Right. And that could have been, it was not an unusual, it was not an unusual phenomenon for a bush to start burning in the desert. It was hot. It was in the desert. But it says that when he did not turn aside, that's when God began to speak. And I think we dismiss like, oh, I just had an itch on my arm. Oh, I just had a tickle here. No, that might have been an angel brushing your head. (laughs) So, amen. So I tell you. So I like to, when we're worshiping or whatever, I'll say, how many of you are feeling or sensing Right. So then I will tell them, I want you to begin to speak into that. I want you to begin to say, Holy Spirit, I feel you. Holy Spirit, I sense you. I declare that is the Holy Spirit. I'm going to call it the Holy Spirit. I thank you. My, my ear, my ear is a little bit hot. And so I declare you're opening my ear to hear. Come on. I get this name. And so I think a lot of times you're like, I don't know, I kind of felt something, you know, and I'm like, no, (laughs) come on, speak into that. Speak into that. Oh, my foot's starting to throb. Oh, God's changing your walk. Come on. Or he's healing your foot. Whatever it is. I don't care what it is. And so when you begin to feel something, and for me, a lot of times I I get fire on my quads, like the first, and I was like, oh, my quads are, and I don't know why, but I'm going to speak into it. I'm not going to dismiss it. And so I think just a real quick a quick tip when you're looking looking at how do I begin to cultivate the manifestation of the Holy Spirit mm. you get a sensing speak into that do not dismiss it trust the Holy Spirit must be saying like you can say the, before I even got baptized with the Holy Spirit I was straight up cessation's Baptist that's a whole nother conversation Ooh. for I was studying the word we gotta come it. back for that studied it but every time yeah we'll come back and then I'll I'll figure out my end of the share okay and then uh, every time I read the word spirit, I, I felt this whoop. You know how when you go down a swing, when you feel like whoop, kind of come up in your stomach? Yes. And I was, what the heck is that? 
And so I, I just felt like, you know, and so I just started going, Holy Spirit, is that you? And whoop, I would feel this. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, that was must have been a quinky dink, right? And I was like, Holy <laughs> Spirit, is that again. And so I began to speak into that. And within two or three days of that was when I started speaking in tongues and I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit as a cessationist Baptist. I taught cessationism. I started my ministry as a cessationist Baptist in my closet, in my closet, Holy Spirit met me. And it started because I did not, I turn, I did not turn aside when I sent something different and we must pay attention that God is more he is touching and speaking more than we are feeling and hearing. And I think about Elijah and how attuned, you know, it says in Hebrews that we should have our senses so exercised that we yes. can discern between good and evil. And I think about Elijah, my last conference, I talked about spiritual senses and that's part of the book that I'm writing right now. Yes. And I think how he was touched by an angel and he knew it. And he woke up and he ate something that was supernatural. This was not your ordinary bread. We know that because it gave him energy for a 40-day journey. And mm. then he touched by an angel again and he felt it. Dead and asleep, but he felt the touch of an angel. And then he got up and he heard the voice of God. And the voice of God told him to go to the mouth of the cave. He travels to the mouth of the cave 40 days, the supernatural bread, so much supernatural stuff happening in this. But here's the part I love about it is he gets there and God says, come out of the mouth of the cave, right? Whole message, you know, that sometimes we have to come out of the darkness to come out of the darkness. That's right. So it says, come out of the mouth of the cave. And the Bible says that there was an earthquake in Elijah's senses were so attuned to God that he knew what was God and what was not God. Because if I'm Elijah, I'd be like, earthquake, that's it. That's my God. But he knew that was God. Oh, fire. That's it. That's my God. Nope, not God. Oop, a wind. That must be my God. But what he but he knew the earthquake is not God. The fire is not God and the wind is not God. But then he heard a still small voice and he was like, that's my God. This is a man that was so, had so exercised his senses that even amid depression, he recognized the touch of an angel. He heard the voice of God. He knew what wasn't God. And that's how I want to be. I want to be so sensitive. Yes. Spirit realm. I want to have my, my senses so exercised. And that's a whole yes. Day, but you know, our natural senses help us discern our surroundings. If my husband started a pot of coffee outside of my office, I would smell it and I would know something about the environment that I'm not in. I would know something about an environment that's in a whole nother room. Well, God gave us spiritual senses, but when we exercise them, we can discern what's going on in the spirit realm. We can be like, Oh, I smell life. Come on. Come on. Resurrecting power. Yes. I smell bread. I like to tell people, y'all, Jesus was a carb. Go ahead and eat them. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. that's what I, I want to be so sensitive. Yes. Mind, not just, but I want to be sensitive in my spirit that if I'm touched by an angel, touched by any, if I feel a brushing of a wing, Come on, I have felt these things before and I did not dismiss it. It was a couple of weeks ago that I was backing up and I, I, I thought I bumped into somebody and I turned around and there was nobody there. And I immediately said, ooh, I just bumped into an angel. And, and you did? Know, I could be 100% wrong, but for me, I'm right. <laughs> In Jesus' name. 
yes, in Jesus name. I mean, it's like, no, that's, that's what I sensed immediately. I bumped, I got, I got like uh, a chill. I wouldn't say like fire, but it was more like a cool icy mm. came up my hips. And I was like, I thought I had bumped into a, a man, like a large man. Um, but there was nobody there. And I was like, Ooh, I just, that was in. an angel. Yeah, absolutely. It was 100%. That was an angel. And so, I mean, I think that God wants to take us to that next level. And the book I'm writing right now, it's called Your West Side Story. And it's talking about um, the two and a half tribes that settled on the east side of the Jordan were like, well, this this land seems good enough to us. Don't take us across the Jordan. Probably one of the saddest verses in all of scripture where it's like, oh, it's right there, but you're going to settle right here. Right. Still provided for them. He's still with it. He, they were still the children of God, but they missed out on that next level. Yeah. Uh, so the book I'm writing is talking about crossing the Jordan of your soul, right? Letting the whole territory of your soul and more territory of your flesh. And a lot of times we have the spirit inside of us, but we never let him cross the torrential rivers of our mind and our emotions. And we never let him gain more territory. And therefore we don't gain more territory and we wonder why. But again, conversation for a whole nother day. <laughs> Lisa, that is good. Let's, yeah. let's, you know, let's, I want to make mention to your book as we prepare to close. Yeah. Um, and we, we got to come back, Lisa. Yeah, absolutely. We, and, this, and we'll do it. We'll, we'll do it. Y'all. I, I, I was like, not, I was ill technically prepared, oh. in, but, um, yeah, I would love to do more just collabs with you. I think we've got, I, I think we've got a great audience that really, um, really is hungry for yes. Women passionate for honestly oh, absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah. absolutely i i definitely agree i believe we have to come back i think there was a lot on the table a lot of <laughs> a lot of comments i, I mean the chat's like off the richter scale <laughs> right now yeah. um and then there was something that someone had asked i know we've missed it i don't know if we'll be able to pull it back up maybe um um my executive producer will be able to and if you can't that's okay um um, yeah, there it is. The question was, how do you balance wanting to step out in partnership with the Holy Spirit, but not wanting to promote yourself to speaking into someone else without the commissioning of spiritual leaders in your life? Oh, a lot of questions. Yeah, that's how a couple you, questions. Yeah. Um, I, so I'll. I'll address the commissioning spiritual leaders in your life. I'm not sure. So a lot of times people are like, who's your authority? The blood of Jesus is my, is my covering. And so yeah. um, and a lot of people are like, well, do you function under a church? Do you function? I'm like, no, I function under Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus. <laughs> I have never felt a biblical conviction. I have never seen anywhere in scripture where it talks about spiritual, now spiritual fathers, spiritual mentors, the, I, the, the concept of discipleship is in there a lot, talking about having spiritual fathers like Paul. But the idea of this, what the church has adopted as a spiritual covering, I just don't see evidence. I am willing to be wrong. I have, I have asked a lot of other teachers that I know of, like, do you see evidence? I have never been... Um, and, and that does, that's not to dismiss. Maybe somebody personally feels like they need a church covering of some sort for their ministry, but I, I believe the blood of Jesus covered it all. Um, and so when he gave us a dunamis power, he also gave us the exousia power, which is the dynamite power. And then the right to practice the power. Um, he gave it to us both. And so for me, as far as someone else commission without the commissioning of spiritual leaders, I, I mean, I don't, again, I have mentors 
I do believe that the Bible talks about the uh, the plan of many advisors. It will go around, will will be well with you. It talks about having the counsel of many advisors. Um, so I do believe in the counsel of many people. I seek a lot of counsel, um, but I am not sure where we get this. You know, who's your spiritual covering? And I have people ask me that. You know, churches mm-hmm. they'll be like. I'm like the blood of Jesus. They don't like it. They don't have me come in. They don't know what to do with me. I'm okay with that because people like gathering in houses anyways. There's more freedom. Um, and I shouldn't say that. I, I don't want to speak with the church. In the house meetings that we have, I've experienced that I'm able to flow with more freedom than having the parameters of a church, the time frame of a church. The clock, the clock in the back. I don't, I don't yes. But, I, and I, I shouldn't. I, what the last thing I want to do is because I, I think the church. We're not speaking against the church. Yes. Itself. Yes. 100%. Yes. We're not in rebellion uh, against. I know what you're saying. I know yeah, exactly what yeah. you're saying. I don't wanna, there's a religious I don't... mindset. There's a there's a religious mindset that that has gotten people into place that they think that they can't preach the gospel, that they mm-hmm. can, that they can't minister yes. the gospel yes. um at, without yes. or, ordination paperwork, without a particular church um, yes. um saying I'm vouching for this person. I yes. do believe that like you said you need wise counsel. I, I have I have spiritual parents. I am a spiritual it. parent. Yes. Um, and so and yes, I didn't you should believe you should in have that. both. You should have both yes. a, a, and you should have both a Paul and a Timothy in your life. I do. Right. Yes. And so and someone I'm accountable to, someone that I can write, someone mm-hmm. that you right, I have several that yep. I'm accountable yep. to. Yep. Um, but when mm-hmm. I stepped out in ministry initially, there was no covering. And I was yeah. treated like you. I was treated like you, um, because I was not connected to a church. Mm-hmm. I was not um and, and to this day am not, I don't I don't belong yeah. to a church. I don't mm-hmm. I'm not a member at a particular church church um my spiritual father has a church um yes. and they are my church family um, yes. but i i am not connected under a church to be mm-hmm. covered and to minister deliverance because the great commission that you don't need a church for that that's for every blood-bought born again believer yes. right mm-hmm. so Mm-hmm. The commissioning, right, that that faith mm-hmm. is speaking to, you don't need a pastor to say it's okay for you to to move and minister yeah. the gospel. Yes. Right? This is mm-hmm. every person that has received Christ that is a blood-bought, born-again mm-hmm. believer can move in the manifestation and partner with the Holy Spirit personally mm-hmm. and minister it to others. Yes. It is not for yes. us anyway. It is mm-hmm. for us to impart and, yes. to, and to share and to give yes. and all of those things. So now, perfectly, we've answered Faith's question. Yes. And now what I will say is if I go to another person's church, if uh-huh. I came to and you were teaching and you were preaching and I got a word for somebody, I would seek your permission. I would not interrupt you. I would ask you because I would would position myself under your authority in that space. And I do do that at churches. I don't just go up to people at the altar or whatever. But if I get a very strong word for somebody, I'll wait till after the service. I'll ask the pastor, hey, I really feel like the Lord gave me a word for this. Are you okay? And most of the pastors in Johnson County in the churches that I attend, they're like, go. You don't have to ask me, but I always ask them. I have a couple That's pastors. Proper. Let it be said, if you're in my church, when I do an altar call, you better come up here, you know, and, and I, and they've given me that permission. Um, but I do believe and respect authority. And like I said, yes. even if I 
for conferences and I was an attender, I would be like, hey, I got a word for somebody. I'd love to pray for this. What's what's my parameters here? And you would have every right to say, hey, I really don't want to open up the floor for other people. I really want to kind of keep it perfect. And we do that at house meetings. We're very intentional. I am very intentional to have the people in the house say, hey, we're we are the owners of this house. We have invited Lisa in. And tonight we're handing the mantle of ministry to her. So nobody else has room to, otherwise it gets messy really fast. Yes. Anyway, so I just wanted to make sure I... I did say that even though I don't have, I, I will place myself under coverings and I will honor that because God honors, honors when we honor authority. Water, like, authority. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I did want to at least say that. That's correct, Lisa. You are absolutely correct. Um, mm -hmm. I, I want to speak to the house meeting because prophetically, the Lord is uh, reviving the house meeting, like the, mm -hmm. the Azusa yep. revival. Um, mm -hmm. and <laughs> these house meetings, we're going to see more and more of these things pop yes. up. Because if you guys do not know anything about this or have not heard anything about it, um, because we are the church, right? We, we are the church. And so we're the moving tabernacles. And so people, there are some people that may not ever come to a brick and mortar or a building. We saw what COVID-19 did um, virtually, right? Where people were not able to go to church to the building itself for a season. But nonetheless, um, I have seen and I have discerned by the spirit of God that in the days that are yet ahead, that are to come, that God is beginning to rise the remnant. The remnant is coming out yes. of their, of their, of their consecrated <laughs> caves and mm -hmm. they're, they're coming out of their Adalam experiences. They're coming up they're being raised up, the Deborahs, the Esthers, the Hannahs, yes. um, a, a lot of those such as you and I, yes. there will be people that you have never seen, that you've never heard of. The um, My um, my apostle just spoke to the visibility being increased and expanded good. for good. the women of God, for, yes. for the Esthers and the Deborahs and those that he is raising in this time for such yep. a time as this, yes. because we're nearing the revival. We're, mm -hmm. we're in we're in a place of um awakening there's an awakening happening right yes. now and so yes, there, there are is. flames that are being kindled right now there's mm -hmm. fires that are being set in this region here in mm -hmm. dallas we're we are dealing with a lot of religious principalities a lot mm -hmm. of religion and some other things that God is calling us to tear down, to break down and to build back up. Build and back so up. prophetically, mm -hmm. the Lord is showing um, a lot of ministries that have thrived, that have um, maybe fallen from grace and are now going to see the judgment of God. And we're going to mm -hmm. start to see that transfer that people have been talking about, that wealth transfer. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to start seeing the changing of guards. It's already happening even yep. now. It's mm -hmm. already happening where God is positioning people and he's moving people by by the, the truckloads here to Dallas, because one of the biggest revivals that's that's coming is going to be here in Dallas. Um, the Lord has revealed that to many and to myself um, in Texas in general. Houston's another place um, and a number of other cities and states and regions all over the nation. And we're going to start to see more 
house meetings, more churches, and the move of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. is going mm -hmm. to be so great because the people that are coming into this new place, mm -hmm. God has been readying us, Lisa. He has been mm -hmm. readying us for the flood of people, for the people that are coming when the famine and mm -hmm. the desperation comes and things start to fall and falter and fail. People are going to look for the true, authentic heart for yep. the people moving yep. in the it. demonstrative dominion of the That's Holy it. Spirit who actually have the power to deliver, who have the power to say, to have the power to heal by Christ Jesus by the Holy Spirit. And so the separation of the wheat and the tares, we're going to see it. You're not going to have a choice. There will no longer be like we are now in this Bible Belt. There's churches on every corner, right? Some of them share the same shingle, right? But at the end of the day, <laughs> as these days are coming, we're going to start seeing the Gen Zs, the Gen Alphas. We're going to, as God continues to pour out his spirit on all flesh, yeah, it's good. I'm waiting on the day for the dog to prophesy because I believe that's going to start happening because he he said all flesh okay that's not right. just men not just I mean, women he's so not just the fivefold, but all flesh yeah. and so if he if he need if he did it to a donkey he could do it for a dog so at the end of the day don't be surprised if if um if uh Bella and and friends start prophesying as you cooking dinner and all these things because God gonna get what he needs to say across and he's gonna use whatever host and vessel he needs to in these end times because he mm -hmm. we need to get in place mm -hmm. we need to get ready for the awakening mm -hmm. that's already happening that's yeah. already coming forth so that when revival comes when revival comes we are ready so yes. i saw your house meeting thing and i i know what the lord has said to me prophetically and mm -hmm. so when i saw that i said look at my sis i said i'm going listen i want an azusa experience Let, yes. let's go let's yes. let's let the holy spirit flow let's lay hands let the people be lined up around the door yes. around the corner trying to trying to raise the roof and and the and let's 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 pack the house yes. in Jesus' name, in Jesus so that name. people can really come that are hungry for God, that are thirsty for God, and they can actually come into what God has commissioned them for, so that they can then go out and make yes. more disciples, yes. so that they can go out and raise the dead, so they yes. can go out and lay hands, so they can go out, yep. so they don't no longer have to wait on the church doors to open. They mm -hmm. no longer have to wait on me or you to come live that they literally start leaving their own seats mm -hmm. and going out yes. and getting the people. Yes. Glory be to God. So yes, I'm, I'm getting stirred. Yes, I'm hollering. I'm doing all this. Listen, I love it. My my, the, my, my people know. They said. Uh, they said we know. We're gonna have to bring a cot to your service. It's a. It's a. In, it's an inside joke about <laughs> them spending the night. We right? always say designated driver. <laughs> about. She's gonna listen, need a 
Yes, yes. They be like, yeah, we 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 bringing our spend the night bags because mm -hmm. we know when you get going, you listen. We don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know when mm -hmm. we gonna end, when we gonna stop. We don't know when the Holy Spirit gonna Good. stop moving. We don't quench him, the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. We let him move, and then it could be four hours, five hours, eight hours. We gonna make sure you get what you came here for, and that's Jesus, yes. not me, yes, not flawed and free, not none of that, but Jesus. You coming, you're gonna leave Amen. with him and you're gonna leave free, healed, mm -hmm. happy, and he's gonna make you whole in Jesus' yes. name. Yes. Please, Lisa, if you don't mind closing our audience out in prayer, and yes. I want to declare that, um, because I think we got them pretty stirred with the sensitivity <laughs> of the Holy Ghost, and that they begin to experience his tangible mm -hmm. presence, and however the Holy Spirit leads you, yeah. um, but that I'm in agreement yeah. with you, that yes. our audience will leave this, this live today, yes. seeking God for yes. the manifestation of his mm -hmm. spirit. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to release it to you, and then I would yeah. like tell us um about your book and anything you got upcoming we've been posting and sharing your youtube yeah. channel yeah and some of your other other things so people can get in contact you we'll talk about that as we close out yeah i think um i'll, I'll share first and then i'll close this out in prayer okay uh, i i think the, the fastest way to get a hold of me and let me know where all of my events are to sign up for my newsletter you can also just go to my website i have house meetings all around Texas, San Antonio, we have a Houston tour, we have a revival in Nebraska, we're going to be in New Jersey, we are in Oregon, we are in Virginia, we are in Cincinnati, we will be in Delaware, we're in Michigan this year, we'll be back down in Florida, Jeez. so all over, um, I'm telling you almost I every week, yeah, <laughs> almost every weekend, I do have a conference that is actually local coming up okay. April 5th through 6th, it's called There's a Super on Your Natural, and so we are going to be talking about the supernatural. I'm going to be talking a lot more about exercising those spiritual senses. We're going to be talking about the nitty gritty of what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Why do we know it? And can we know why do we need it? And can we teach it from the Bible? I think a lot of us are like, yeah, I have the baptism. We are up against a cessatious culture. And if we don't know how to bring truth and not apologetics for me, my experience defends me. But for a lot of people, you got to bring you got to bring truth. You got to be able to defend it. Yes, the apologetics. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking a lot about the spiritual gifts, taking spiritual gift testing, getting to know who we are a little bit more. I'm going to have a lot of ministers up there that I'd love to talk to you about being on the panel where there's a Q&A um, and those kinds of things talking Sign about me moving, up. moving in the prophetic. We always have prophetic teams there. So that's April 5th and 6th. Okay. Um, bring a friend. It's cheaper if you bring a friend. Um, we'd love to have you guys there. Um, you can find on my website, my eight coming out May 1st, we'll be launching it, West Side Story. And then I will be writing There's a Super on Your Natural this year as well. So I will be releasing two books this year. So the Lord is accelerating some things for me. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. I just want to pick hold. I just want to take hold of some of the things that we've seen commented about feeling yeah. heat surging through my body of people already experiencing manifestations. And I'm just going to encourage you guys to participate in this as I just begin to pray. 
Now, wherever you're at, just put yourself in a position to receive and expect. I'm going to say that again. We're going to put ourselves in a position to receive and expect. And so, Holy Spirit, we just declare even right now, just as the woman predetermined, come on, she predetermined the encounter she would have with Jesus because she said in her head, if only I could touch the edge of his cloak, yes, I, I will be healed. And the Bible says that even Jesus felt a move of virtue, a move of power that moved from him into her physical body. And so I'm calling forth that right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that just like you spoke in one space and Jairus's daughter was resurrected in another space, we can stand in one space and we can speak a manifestation. I'm just going to encourage you guys as you begin to feel the manifestation, as you begin to experience his presence, just type that in the comments. And again, just like on faith, this is what I'm experiencing. We're going to cultivate that. And so we thank you, Holy Spirit, that we are in conversation conversation with you. We are in conversation with you and you are in conversation with me. See, now I just felt the spirit of the Lord move across my right shoulder. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you love when we talk about you. And we're not just talking about a God who's not in the room. He is here. He is alive. He is active. He is moving. And I declare, God, I feel you moving on me. I declare, Holy Spirit, I feel the chills moving up and down my right side right now in Jesus' name. I speak that over you all as well, that you just begin to feel the presence oh, of the Jesus. Yep. So see, we think with it, that we God is my walk right now in the name of Jesus. We just thank you. Come on. I want you to participate in this closing prayer. Even as we just begin to pray and begin to speak, we're having a conversation with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we need to just conversate back and forth. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for Rashonda, who's patient up and down her spine. I just speak alignment coming into your life, alignment coming into your mind, your emotions, alignment coming into your choices. I thank you, Essence, for commenting that you have feel a tingling in your hands. I declare right now in the name of Jesus that God is releasing a healing anointing into your hands in Jesus' name. The face tingling, I thank you, Sierra, for commenting. We just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are intimate. Come on, when we feel that face tingling, I'm reminded of Adam and the very first thing he ex- he experienced, the very first breath he took, he was mouth to mouth with God. Come on, that's intimate. And I speak that over you, Sierra, just a new season of intimacy, even as that face tingling is just the evidence of God drawing nearer and nearer to you in the name of Jesus. A tingling right leg, that right side is just a sign of authority. And so I just speak that God is putting an authority into your walk, Alexis, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Into your foot in Jesus name. See what I'm doing? Like I'm getting prophetic words based on what you guys are experiencing. I'm I'm not making up stuff to pray for you. I'm just listening and following what the Holy Spirit is doing. We're jumping into what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. Who else? I just pray. Come on, God. We're not done yet. We're praying. for no. right now. Yes. I'm calling forth fire. Yes, and I'm on so feel heat. You're beginning to feel fire in your physical body. If that is you, make let let me comment. Yep, I feel heat on my upper back. There we go. In the name of come on, the upper back is the sign of a posture. And so I speak over you, Keisha, just a new posture of authority. Come on. When yeah. we pull shoulders back. It's a sign that I am confident and I am sure. And so Keisha, I just agree with the Holy Spirit that he is putting an assuredness. He's giving you a posture of confidence in the name of Jesus Christ. Heat uh, heat on the feet. We just thank you, Holy Spirit, for that heat on the feet and that you are just burning a new path into her and through her in the name of Jesus. Just receive Chloe, I want you to pray into that, that the Lord wants to burn a new path into your life. Heat in my body and tingling on my right leg. Thank you, Jennifer. Jennifer's actually from Virginia. I just declare complete healing over your physical body. Jennifer, I know you 
having migraines. So I just speak a deliverance from those migraines right now in the yes, name. In the name of Jesus. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Again, that tingling in the right leg is just a reminder of the of the authority that God has given to us, but the authority in our walk, in the path that we yes, take. Yes, thank you, Jesus quads the power to carry out the quad is one of the largest muscles right so god is 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 burning into you a new strength i speak yes. that new strength heat in my midsection alexis i just speak healing over all the intestinal system uh, uh, in the section and also into the womb and i'm when i say womb i'm speaking natural womb but also that spiritual womb i'm Jesus. just gonna God is putting a work inside of you, just like the Holy Spirit came upon Mary, overpowered her and imputed into a work that could not be explained. And I speak that over you, Alexis, in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name we, of Jesus. And when we when we when we put an expectation, he's not a God who disappoints us. And so we thank you, Lord, for the permission to say, God, I want more of that. I'm not letting you go until you bless me. Come on. That's what Jacob cried out. Yes. Father, that just as we have put a just as we have put a demand on your presence, highlighting yeah. breath, breathing, and heart beating. I love this. I love this. Mariah. Hi, Mariah. And so I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are just breathing a new breath into her in the name yes, of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I'm gonna speak into that, even Mariah, just even the, the words of life coming out of that. Just a new word, a new uh language coming into you in the name of Jesus Christ. I feel like she out of my hands and heat on my head. I thank you, Holy Spirit. We 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 acknowledge you that you are putting uh, heat on her head and you feel it on the, on her hands. I declare over you, Faith, God, just that that everything you touch, that you will be reminded that so touches the the presence of God and the heat on your head. I just declare just a transformation of thinking. And again, I'm not making up something to pray. The Bible says that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. It's typically when God is settling some things down, but also bringing some new thoughts to life in Jesus name. Hey, Jesus. Hey, cheeks again, that intimacy. Come on. That's an intimacy. When you feel he, the father, the Holy spirit, just brushing your cheeks. Come on. I do that to my children, brushing your cheeks. So I thank you for the intimacy to Keisha's life. In, in Jesus. So we thank you, Holy spirit. Come on. You're real. We believe yes. you. Person, come on. I want you all to realize right now in the name of Jesus that you are experiencing the tangible presence of God. So for those of you who are like, I've never felt that, I've never experienced that, you now can say, I have felt it. I okay. have experienced So will be my future. I will yes. continue in the name of Jesus. In the name Thank of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. We have Mary Beth Edis. Mary Beth Edis, if she's still on here, TikTok, she says her right foot is tingling. I see uh, a lot of power of uh, emojis over here on TikTok <laughs> as well. They're, they're listening over here. Uh, Mary Beth Edis. Yes. Um, uh, she, yes. I, I know who that is, actually. Is that, oh, okay. Uh, so, so yeah, you usually, you, and it can mean, I mean, like, well, I'm not going to put God in a box and say, we just, That's we, right. Right side typically is just that sign of authority. Mm -hmm. um, right hand of the father, it, th that was the expression of his authority. And so when we recognize that when God uh, on the right side, that typically God is reminding us of authority in our walk, an authority in our hand, an authority in our hearing, those kinds of things. Amen. Amen to God. We got to pay Lord. attention to the Holy Spirit and what we're sensing in the spirit. Amen. And speak 
we're too much in a hurry. And I, I'm going to close with this because I want I, I want to close with this because I love the story because it teaches us something. But I also love it because it's women uh, or it's a woman. But when Mary runs to the tomb and and uh, you remember, she brings Peter and John and Peter and John are like, yep, he's not here. And they took off and they run back to the upper room. But Mary hung around and she lingered and she waited and she caught the next revelation that they missed because they were in a hurry. Come on. And I, Sometimes we are in a hurry in our quiet time or we're in our hurry in the presence with the Lord and we miss the next level of revelation that God wants to bring to us because we're like, look, there he is. I know him. That's him. I do. And it's like, man, if you sit and you linger and you ask him to take you deeper and you ask him to show you more, he's not a God who disappoints us. Wow. And so be willing to linger in that presence and interact with the Holy Spirit as you're there. Wow. You gave some nuggets and not the Chick-fil-A kind because them was too <laughs> small. Them was, them was too small, baby. Them, the, them Chick-fil-A nuggets is little. Small, but, yeah. baby, you, you gave some chicken tenders, maybe. Maybe yeah. let's, let's go chicken tender style. Yeah. Yep. Listen, I thank you so very yes. much. Please tell people where they can find you. TikTok, yes. uh, yep. YouTube. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the things. I have two podcasts out. You can subscribe to the podcasts. Um, you can find me on, I have a Patreon community. If you're interested in following me on Patreon, my Amen. Patreon is what pays for our travels. All of our house meetings are free. I love it that way. I'm going to keep it that way. Um, obviously you can follow me, get on my website, follow all the things. Um, yeah. Also write um, devotionals for you version. So you can find my devotionals on you version. Okay. Um, Lots of different ways. Just type in my name. Don't put a T in my last name. It's just Lisa Schwartz, no T. If you type in my name, I'll, I'll pop up. <laughs> amen. 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 What a divine connection God has yes. made. Thank you so much. for yes, It was the Holy Spirit that, that yes, had, had you to connect to myself and yes. myself to come and, and mm -hmm. to connect with you. And this is just the beginning of a very I agree. beautiful I agree. I agree. <laughs> in the kingdom to God be the glory. So yes. I can't wait to see if you, if you'll stay on for a second as we yep. prepare to uh, um, sure close out the audience. Um, I want to thank you for your time tonight um, and, and, and being with us and pouring into us. Um, I would like to, to gather as I've done this before um, an offering tonight to give to um, Lisa um, for her poor, for her soul tonight. I'm serious about giving and sowing into the kingdom. You guys know how I feel mm -hmm. about that. I'm always mm -hmm. talking about that. Um, and we, we definitely want to replenish this poor that was given to tonight, um, the prophetic release and the revelation of God, some deliverance came, I believe tonight yes, um, in the minds and the minds of people, mm -hmm. um, over what they know, what they understand, or even what, what God will reveal in the days of hip. So tonight was not only meaty, but I pray that the manifestation of what God yeah, has said, that's good. you will see it in your life. And so I definitely want you to attach and connect by the spirit, whatever the Holy spirit is unctioning you i'm going to yes. give as well um and so matter of fact i'll just match whatever whatever people give i'll you know i'll add um an offering to that as well because i'm so appreciative to the time that you've taken um mm -hmm. with me though we do this for free for the kingdom it ain't never for free right i can tell mm -hmm. people all the time that jesus has the best retirement fund i've ever seen um <laughs> and so amen, I, amen. his match is unmatched okay yep. listen mm -hmm. his contract 
contribution, your job could never, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> your job could never. Um, so when it comes to kingdom things, whatever we give to God, God doesn't need our money. Um, but this is, if you want to see the harvest in your life, if you want to do, you got to put some seed in the ground and you got to put it into some pace, places and spaces where God is truly moving. And there's a, there's a work that she's doing over there with crazy eight and so many things. And so I definitely want to sow into that. I want to sow into that. And I just want to thank you for your time. And so um, let me figure out how we can sow into you. It looks like she's got Get mm -hmm. um, I see Alexa. Oh, she's already got it. You quit drama, girl over there. Well, I'm, I'm, sure. gonna, I'm like, you're a rock star, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, she don't let grass grow beneath her feet. So I thank God. <laughs> I thank God for you, Alexis. Um, thank you so much. So, um, she has put her. PayPal information in there. So I won't worry about matching. I'll just, I'll just send my seed. Um, so please, please, please. Um, cause I don't know what they sent and I don't, you know, we don't need to get technical. I'll just talk to the Holy yeah. Ghost. Let him do what he does. Yep. So please um send a seed. Please, 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 please send a seed to our, our special guest tonight. I'm just I'm so full right now. Um, I could actually eat some more. Um, but I'm gonna I'm I think that's enough maybe for y'all. We're gonna push back from the table tonight. Um until next time, until it's time to eat again. Um, glory be to God. Thank you for Thank breaking you. bread with me. Thank you for um partaking of this communion. Um, with Lisa tonight, I pray abundant blessings and God's favor upon your ministries and your movement, Lisa, your family, your household, everywhere that you will hold conferences and things like that. I want to be a part of anything. I just want to be in the room. Okay, Lisa, I just want to be in the room. Sis. I, I got you, babe. I, I, I got I you, girl. On the panel, I ain't got to be nowhere. I just want to be in the presence <laughs> of God. So we'll talk, we'll talk more about that yes, here in the future. Please connect to Lisa. Um, she's been a blessing tonight. I see the donation links still going through, so I don't want to close out yet so people have a chance Jesus. to click those PayPal links. Jesus. And um, and so if tonight has blessed you, and if you want to give and send an encouraging word back to Lisa, some people may not be in position that they can give a monetary seed, and that is okay. I pray that God will open yes. up the doors and yes. all that needed to send a blessing to you, to mm -hmm. your life, so that when you can give, um, that you can bless someone once when God yes. is able to open the doors to bless you. So uh, mm -hmm. some people feel bad sometimes when they don't have the funds and they don't have the mm -hmm. finances to sow in a season, mm -hmm. but you can sow in prayer. You can sow yes. in this broadcast. You can sow in, in just an encouraging word of exhortation. Mm -hmm. um, that, that goes a long way as well. Prayer are very valuable. Um, I love prayer, right? So Amen. it's my birthday. I ain't got nothing to give. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for my mm -hmm. mind. Pray for this ministry. Pray. Um, prayers hold a lot of weight in the spirit. And so I'm always welcome to prayer. Um, it's mm -hmm. not about money, what you can do or what you can give, but it's what's in your heart. Mm -hmm. And so um, God sees the matters of the heart. He truly mm -hmm. sees the matters of the heart. So if you are not in a position to give, I pray that God will release a blessing unto mm -hmm. you. 
um, not just to come back and to give to us, but for whatever it is that you are in need of, whatever it is that you have placed upon the altar before God. I just pray that God will open up the portals of heaven and pour out a blessing out of the windows of heaven for you um, tonight for those that are waiting on a financial blessing or a financial mm -hmm. provision or of any type of any sort, whatever that may be. I pray that God blesses each and every one of you that is partnered and given of your time tonight. So thank you. We do not take the time that you have taken with us lightly. You could be anywhere you wanted to be tonight. You could be Netflixing and chilling. You could be <laughs> doing whatever, but you chose to come and listen and glean and yeah. grow and here in this space. So yes. Lisa and I, I I'm, I'm in agreement with Lisa that we are both grateful for yes. what the time you've taken to share, the time you've taken to listen and all of the things um, in partnering with us here tonight. There's more to come to God be the glory. May God keep you all. May God cover you all the days of your life in Jesus mighty name till Thank next you, time. I'll see you guys on Tuesday um, for Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're here every Tuesday night um, for intercession and prayer for the city, for the region, for the nation and for whatever it is that the Holy Spirit is unctioning us to pray for. So if you want to co-labor and, and partner with us in prayer on Tuesday nights, our prayer meetings are virtual online. You can just pop up here and bring a friend with you, bring two or three with you, bring your oil if you want, your talik, whatever you choose. And we're going to lay at the feet of the Father on Tuesday nights. That's what we do. We've been doing this for quite some time, um, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So I'll be looking forward to seeing all of you um, bringing your request and, and, and bringing these things before the Lord. I posted the other day about your prayer life and the importance of, of mm -hmm. your prayer, uh, the, the importance of keeping your prayer altar serviced. Okay. So um, I, I made um, um, a note to our team with some notes that my spiritual father had given us about maintaining your altar um, so that, you know, priests maintain altars. God doesn't. Okay. So you have to service your altar. Every altar is serviced by someone. So even witches and warlocks, they service their altars. Um, they stole it from us, but nonetheless, um, <laughs> you know, we, we must continue to keep the fire on our altars burning. And so you cannot let the fire on your altar burn out because yes, once you, once you continue, you. you have to continue to pray and fast and, and continue to monitor and service your altar before God. God, this is how God moves. This is how God is able to meet you and, and able, and for the portals of heaven to open up, listen, these altars have to continue um, before God so that we can not be overtaken by the enemy. And so you can't let it dwindle. You must kindle. And so continue mm. to sit and seek the source, which is the Holy Spirit for what he is calling you to place upon your altars tonight. Whatever it is that he is speaking to your mind, whatever he has told you, you've written in your journals, you got journals stacked to the ceiling, but you may have to spin the block on some of those prayers that have yet to manifest and you have to continue to place them on the altar before God until you see what you say in Jesus name. So thank I thank you all again. Um, join us next Next week, Tuesday, um, Tuesday night, 7 p.m. And to God be all the glory. God bless. And I'll see you guys later. Good night, guys. <laughs>
Thank you for listening and allowing us to be a part of your spiritual journey and growth in Christ. Listen to fresh new episodes weekly on Wednesdays to be equipped with the tools, knowledge, and strategies needed to dispossess the enemy, take dominion, and be delivered into the promises of God. No more wilderness wanderings, warriors. Walk in your purpose and discover your identity where you are free to be me, flawed and free. If you were blessed and empowered by today's show, we would appreciate your sown seed of support through donations and charitable giving as led by the Holy Spirit. You can go now to theflawedandfree.com slash give. That's theflawedandfree.com slash give. Or you can cash app us at dollar sign flawed free on Cash App. We are a nonprofit organization with a 501c3 designation. So all gifts, donations, and sown seeds of support that are given are also tax deductible. Thank you for your seed, for we know that it is placed in good soil, and we pray that you agree. So God bless and live your best life in Christ. Love you later. Till next time.